am just forcing myself to press play on this one because I feel like I've been overthinking this episode because I want it to be so perfect for the people who have reached out to me for podcasting tips. I want to give you tips from the heart, ways to move forward, practical tips. I want to give it to you all in one episode so you can watch it and then implement those tips. Um, So I've just been trying to make sure my energy's right and my notes are right and everything, so I am just going to get started um, because I also feel my period starting probably today, so in like two hours I will not be able to do this. (laughs) So um, today was kind of a crazy day. Well, actually, let me start. This podcast is going to be about podcasting tips um, and everything in between. But today was kind of a crazy day. I really tried to be productive, get things done, which I did. I also tried to get some content photos for the things like that Instagram page. But I still have this weird issue with taking pictures in front of other people. And I got dressed up cute and everything. And when I was driving home, I was like, okay, I'm just going to pull over on the side of the road and get some cute pictures because we have really good trees and pretty backgrounds around here. I was originally going to go to the lake near us, but I was like, it's probably not a good idea to be like on a backwoods trail by myself. Um, So I decided not to do that, but I probably got one good picture because I... I just hate when people are driving by me and I'm pulled over on the side of the road and they're like, do you need something? And I'm like, no, I'm just taking content photos. Like, I still don't know how to be okay with saying that. So I got like one good picture. Um, I also spent some time writing down my goals because I'm really trying to get back into a healthy state of living. I feel like shit right now. Um, And my friend really whipped me into shape the other day that I need to get it together. So I wrote down some goals for that, and now I'm filming the podcast. Um, I wanted to try a new intro of, like, telling you a little bit about my day. I'm not going to make today's too long just because I have so much I want to go over, but I want to hear your thoughts on that. Do you like when I just go right into the topic or when I kind of, like, warm you up a little bit, tell you about my day, share some stories, and then go into the topic? I can't decide what I like when I'm listening to a podcast, so... Let me know your thoughts and opinions. But let's get into it because I have so much to share and I'm still so new to podcasting. I'm on like my 11th episode, I think, 11th or 12th. So I am by no means giving you like professional (laughs) podcast advice, Um, but I just want to share a little bit of what I've learned in the last two months with it. So you can kind of have an easier start and implement these and not have to hit some of, you know, the roadblocks that I might have hit. You can kind of steer clear of those with these tips. So I'm going to do five podcasting tips, a few things I wish I did differently, and then just like some extras that you can follow, like some really cool things I've learned along the way that you could implement into your podcast. So starting off with tips. Um, I want to start with these are kind of more like mindset honest tips not so much here's the program you should get here's the microphone you should get um, and things like that how to edit this is going to be more of the mindset you go into podcasting with because it definitely can be kind of like a new world 
So the first thing I'd say is to give yourself time to cultivate the vision. I feel like we live in a culture right now where everyone's just like, just start the thing, do the thing, don't think about it, just start. And I respect the premise of that, but I also think it can hinder a lot of people and I think it's the reason a lot of people start a lot of things and don't finish them because you are full of excitement, you just launch it and you're on a very unstable foundation. For example, if you just start a podcast today, you totally can do that. I'm sure many people have had success with that. Um, But if you're looking to start with a solid foundation, not a perfect foundation, but a solid foundation, um, you want to have topic ideas, a name picked out, maybe one logo made, maybe your Instagram page started for it, little things like that so that when you do start bringing traffic in, you're not like fumbling around to try and get all these things together. You have some things ready for your listeners to go to before, you know, things get really crazy. So I really encourage you to, if you're committed to starting a podcast, take some time to cultivate that vision Dream about what you want it to look like, what kind of listener base you want to bring in, where you really want to go with it. Think about um, the logo designs you want to do, the colors you want to use, where you really see your podcast going. So that way you can have like a sustainable excitement about it and it's not just an impulse decision and you put out really good content, content at first and then it dies out. So take that time to sit with that dream and get excited about it. It's not going anywhere. Um, You can take your time to slowly start it. I know a lot of people say you should start things fast and you're running out of time, but that just puts you in this like anxiety mindset when really there is time and you can do this slowly and still be successful. So that also means you have to be okay with imperfection. And I know that's really hard to do like specifically myself, I'm a huge perfectionist and I want everything I do to portray my energy correctly and make people feel cozy and welcome. Um, But in terms of starting the podcast, yes, have that foundation, but don't focus so much on, is this the logo I want to use for the rest of my podcast career? Is this the intro that's going to be the perfect favorite intro? Things like that, you can just do okay when you first start and then as you learn you can build on that and create new better versions of those things so like for myself I knew that my intro was pretty muffled and like shitty when I first started but I didn't want to spend so much time recording the perfect one finding the perfect song making sure I had the perfect microphone to record it on um I wanted to just start the podcast with what I had and be okay with that Because when you focus so much on the details and getting everything perfect at first, that's when you're really going to get burnt out too. By the time you launch or are ready to launch the podcast, you're already going to be so overwhelmed and be like, I hate podcasting because you spent so much time focusing on details that you could have made better over time rather than all at first. So just do basic things when you start. I didn't even, I still don't have a microphone. I record into my phone. We'll get into how I record later, but I didn't get a microphone. I didn't spend 60 hours watching YouTube videos on what, what's the perfect microphone. Um, I didn't 
let my spe- myself spend too much time focusing on the logo. I just made one that I felt excited about. It doesn't have to be all done in a day. Um, so let yourself start with a shitty podcast and know that over time it's going to get better and you're going to learn new things. Also, when you are up, up-leveling those parts of your podcast over time, do it one at a time. Like I said, you don't have to have your whole podcast figured out in a day. You don't have to have a YouTube channel for it and be looking at these people who have tons of listeners and think that yours has to look like theirs at first. You have to be okay with knowing things are going to be shitty at first. Um, and as you up-level, just listen to your creative intuition. As you feel like you're prepared to maybe make a new intro or you've learned a little bit more about graphic design and you want to create a new logo, then you can work on those things and create a new version that you love better than your first one. Um, you don't have to spend every waking hour of every day researching podcast stuff and implementing it right away. Again, that's when you're going to get overwhelmed and burnt out and hate podcasting. And honestly, it makes it more fun when you slowly build up your podcast and see how it's growing over time rather than rushing to put something together and then being an anxious mess and (laughs) being like, I hate this. Um, So take your time up-leveling, listen to your intuition, Allow yourself to slowly be creative. That's when you're really going to create stuff you're proud of. And one of my biggest tips, um, I don't know if every podcaster will agree with this because I'm so new to the editing and recording and all that stuff. Honestly, I thought it'd be the part I hate, but I'm really enjoying it so far. But I started by downloading the Anchor app, the logo of the app is going to be purple and yellow. That's how you'll know it's the right one. Um, And this is basically an app where you can record your podcast, edit the podcast, and launch the podcast to all these different podcast platforms all on one app, and it's all free. So eventually I do plan on getting a nice microphone and maybe paying monthly for a subscription to a podcast um, app that can do a little bit more. But for now... (laughs) I just want to have a spot to record, edit, launch, because that's all I need right now. I don't need to spend 50 bucks a month on a crazy big editing tool that I don't even know how to use. Um, Another thing I love about Anchor is you can also look up the stats of your podcast. Um, You can do, you can add ads as well. They'll help you find ads. Um, excuse me, I just ate, so I'm, like, having this indigestion, um, and you can also add, like, background music, make your intro, literally everything on this app, um, you can launch it on here, too, so they'll allow you a spot to put your logo and your description of the podcast, everything can be done on the Anchor app, and it just makes it a breeze, um, like I said, one day I will hopefully move on from this, but right now, it fits my comfortability level and also, you know, where my podcast's at. I don't have thousands of views coming in right now, so I don't need all that crazy mess that's draining your bank account. Um, I really plan to up-level my podcast as it succeeds. So as I start getting more listeners and being able to add ads and then I have money coming in, I can use that money to up-level the podcast. So I'm just taking it slow. I'm not doing anything crazy and all at once. 
really just allow yourself to enjoy the process. It's so easy to want crazy fast success and I feel that too. I'm like I just want an awesome community of listeners and be able to make this my full-time job and all that but it'll feel so much better when you build it on a sustainable foundation. So go slow step by step and start easy. Seriously start with the Anchor app. It really is a good point to learn the different parts and components of a podcast. Let me take a sip of water. So there are some things I do differently. I only have a few right now because I really was intentional about starting off the podcast slowly. Um, So I didn't totally rush into things. I didn't feel like I was necessarily fumbling around and completely failed at anything. Um, I've really just been giving myself grace throughout this whole process. But there are some things that as I've done more research and, you know, listen to more podcasts and just seen how people react to mine and when I listen back, what I wish I would have done differently, I did come up with a few things. Um, and one of those, and this is something I didn't even think of when I launched my podcast, was when you launch your trailer or even when you launch your first episode upload more than one i feel like a lot of people think that the trailer is what's going to get people hooked but it's actually people being able to binge listen to a few of your episodes like think of when you hear hear a trailer of something your friends doing or a new podcast and you're you have to wait a whole nother week for the first episode. You really are like so excited about it and you need something to put that excitement towards by binging like three to four episodes. So when you launch your podcast, upload four episodes at once. Um, I know that can seem like, oh no, I need to do it at once and to get the most listeners, um, but people want to binge. They want to clean their dishes, go on runs, and listen to multiple podcasts. So don't leave them hanging. Give them like a good bit of what you're the magic you're creating and you're going to give them and allow them to be able to binge that Um, so I didn't even think about that but I would totally have changed that if I was starting my podcast now as opposed to two months ago I also would have done slightly more research Um, like I said I did do this slowly but I also was like I'm just going to listen to my intuition and build this and not really compare myself to other people and look at what other people are doing and try and fit that mold and that genuinely was so helpful I definitely encourage you to do that as well Um, but I just wish I looked up a little bit more of like what should my show notes look like or what's a good way to structure a podcast title things like that Um, just little details I wish I would have researched a little bit more at first of course I learned them along the way it's not a huge detriment Um, I just wish I had a stronger foundation on details of like what is a basic podcast look like you know what I mean Um, so I definitely just would have looked into more of you know good times to post a podcast just like the logistics side of it I wish I would have known better but that's also my least favorite side of things so I kind of avoided that But in that time when you're cultivating the vision, take that time to do some more research as well. Um, Also, I would recommend building your strong foundation to a point where when you are launching episodes and you're then having to promote those episodes, already have like your solid Instagram kind of built 
have a layout of how you want to post things, when you want to post things, not necessarily a schedule, just how you want things to look. Already have your bio set up, um, your link in bio set up so people can find your podcast. So as people are reaching out to you like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited and you're messaging them back and you're getting the podcast up and you're creating graphics for that week, you're not also doing those minor details of, oh shoot, I have to add the link to my bio or oh shoot, I didn't, you know, create my website or whatever you want to do. Um, have those ready beforehand just so you're not kind of balancing everything all at once. So you're not building that fa- foundation while people are already reaching out to you like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. I listened to the first episode. Try and have all those things ready before, you know, you launch. I wish I would have done that a little bit. I was still kind of creating my Instagram page and, and um, making new logos and stuff as I was launching and it got a little a little crazy not too much like this process genuinely has been very smooth but that would have been a little helpful um there's also some extra up levels that I'd like to share some fun things I've learned along the way just to continue to build on the podcast so once you've created your strong foundation you've learned from the things that I did wrong at first now Here's some things that you don't have to do right away whatsoever. Like I said, I'm on like my 11th week doing this and I haven't even fully completed them yet. It's just things that I want to add now. Um, So one of those being starting a YouTube channel. So once you feel pretty confident and sustainable in posting your episodes weekly, um, create a YouTube channel, upload your audio onto there, or if you're recording over Zoom, upload that video onto there. People love to watch podcasts. It's also just another platform to get your podcast on, and when you start getting more listeners, you can monetize that as well. So it's just another backup, another way for you to get exposure. Um, I learned that YouTube is, of course, a search engine, um, so there are some details to, you know, learning the best way to upload the YouTube video and how it should look. But again, start basic with that as well. You're, you'll learn all the crazy details along the way. But when you feel comfortable, get that YouTube channel started so you have another means of reaching a new audience. Um, also creating really great show notes. So when you post your podcast episode and it asks you to create a description, Of course, at first I was just doing, you know, my normal like Instagram caption description, which is fine. You learn along the way. Um, But some things I'd recommend adding in yours is either timestamps or topics that you talked about. So when people look at it, they can see what they're going to be listening to in that episode. I also recommend putting places where those people can find you. So your Instagram, your personal Instagram, any other resources you have available for them um, or any other posts or resources you created that go along with that episode. So if you did an episode about how to be more productive, maybe you can create like a small ebook on productivity with like a little plan or whatever. Put that in the show notes. If you have any guests on the podcast, put the places where your listeners can find them in the show notes as well. 
Also, I created an email for my podcast, so if people want to email me topic ideas or any type of business inquiries or ads, that resource is down there for them as well. I know this sounds like a lot. Um, You'll implement it along the way. You don't have to do it all now. I promise this information is being soaked up in your brain and it will come out at the right time. Um, But I really wanted to have a strong, not overly bulky um, show note pod- podcast description, but enough so people can navigate and find you in several other places. Um, you want to do everything with the podcast um, where it creates ease for the listener. Um, and it's like, it's very easy. People don't want to search a million different places. People don't want to spend time looking for things. You need to lay it all out there for them. Um, that also helps you build that community um and that's the fun part of the podcast um is building the community of listeners who want to hear about the topics you're talking about it kind of makes them like your best friends um because you guys have a lot of things in common so work on building that community through instagram or a newsletter or on your youtube channel really spend time with your community, which is something I need to work on too. Um, But that's going to be the foundation of your podcast is creating people who really want to come back and listen each week, not just because of the topics, but because of you and the experience they have in your podcast community. You're not just creating a podcast, you are creating a community. So when you really focus on nourishing that and building that, it will really pay off in the end because people will stick around longer simply for you know, the experience of being in that community. Um, So even if you have a shitty podcast week and your episode, you feel like it sucks, people just want to listen to you and be a part of what you created. Um, And along with that um, is asking, learning to ask for things you want. So I forgot to do it at the beginning of this episode. I Every week I remind myself, but I always forget. Um, but remind people, like, hey, leave a review if you really enjoyed this episode. Put your feedback in the review. Um, like, subscribe to the podcast, things like that. People aren't going to do that unless you ask. So make sure you're always guiding your listeners um, towards the, the direction you want them in. And remind them of... Um, you know, new promotions you have going on, or maybe a new series you're doing, or merch you're launching, anything like that, always remember to relay that to your your community. They're not going to know unless you tell them. And lastly, as you create your own community, immerse yourself in the podcast community. Get on other people's podcasts, have guests on your podcasts. Of course, your podcast doesn't have to just be Um, full of interviews. You may want to have a solo podcast, um, but allow other people to come onto yours. So when they um, say, hey, I'm going on this podcast today, that can bring new listeners to your community. So really get yourself on other people's podcasts, have people on yours, integrate yourself into the community, get to know people, really have fun with it. It's really fun to be on someone else's podcast. Um, I was on my friends not too long ago, and it's so nice to see the other side of it um, and know what it's like when you are the guest. So that teaches you how to treat your podcast guests, um, which reminds me of something else. I started kind of making just a little graphic, like a PDF thing of what to expect when you're coming on the podcast. So when you schedule a guest, you send them this PDF so they know, you know, here's my Zoom link or here's 
you know, create a, um, a, what's the word, a username on the Anchor app so they can record in your room with you, um, send them the list of questions you want to talk about, really prepare your guests to be on your podcast, make them feel comfortable, welcomed, and appreciated, really take that time and go the extra mile for your podcast guests as well, um, That way, not only they, you know, just have a great experience, but they recommend you to other people and they're more willing to share about it. Um, Really just take the time and the details of how you want your listener to feel and the people who come on your podcast to feel. That's really going to make a huge difference. Um, It won't feel like you're just putting out content. Um, Really nourish your audience um, and your supporters. That's what they are. This community, your podcast is you know, it's theirs. It's their space as well. Um, So really keep them at the front of your mind when you're doing things. So I know that was a lot of information. I feel like I was talking fast. My podcast episodes are normally much longer, but I'm not going to let myself ramble too much longer. Take some time to settle with this information. Take some notes. Um, Really just kind of ruminate on this. Dream a little bit. And I'm so excited for you to start your podcast and I will definitely do some more episodes on this. So if you have any questions or reviews, let me know. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, like or subscribe to this podcast and please take a second. You can pause the episode now um, to leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. It literally means the world to me. I love hearing from you and hearing your feedback and implementing it and just knowing that you enjoy this space. So I will see you next week. Um, Feel free to follow the Things Like That Instagram at Things Like That Podcast and email me any topic ideas you may have. Um, But I will see you next week. Love you. Welcome back to another episode of the Things Like That podcast. My name is Allie. I am your host. Um, I feel weird recording today. I feel like I really haven't recorded in a while, even though it was literally last week. Um, But I'm really excited for today's episode. Um, Before we get started, though, if you want to take a second to rate and review the podcast, I would greatly appreciate that. I always love hearing your feedback um, and incorporating that into new episodes. Um, But today, it's going to be more of just a fun, laid-back podcast episode. I feel like sometimes episodes can be not serious, but about specific topics that I want to speak on and educate on. So today is going to be a little more laid-back. It's just me sitting in my closet, and I'm just excited to talk with you. So I'm going to be going over some of my most embarrassing moments in life and not only were these embarrassing, but they come with, like, a life-altering side effect. Like, these were, like, core memories ingrained in my brain, and I feel like these aren't even my most embarrassing because I genuinely have, like, no memories from, like, childhood. Honestly, high school, like, don't remember it, so I didn't want to dig too deep into my embarrassing memories. Trust me, there's, like, a lot more, but these were, like, the top four 
that came to my mind when I was trying to think of embarrassing moments. And I got this idea from, I think it was Emma Chamberlain's podcast. I love her podcast. It's called Anything Goes. Um, And I just love how it makes embarrassing moments more casual. Like we all have embarrassing moments and I wish we could all accept that like humans aren't perfect and we're going to do weird and awkward things. And I feel like that would make us less weird and awkward, like trying not to mess up all the time. Um, And it would relieve a lot of anxiety, but they happen and I'm excited to talk about mine. So the first one I want to talk about, like I said, I really have no memories from childhood, but the core memory that sticks in my head when I think of my childhood, and sometimes I even wonder if I made this up, like I I don't know if it's true, like my memories are such a blur, um, but I remember I was at the park with my grandpa. I'm sure my sisters were there, or at least my older sister Kayla, I'm sure my younger sisters obviously weren't born yet, um, and I want to say I was, like, six years old, I think, maybe four, who knows, um, but I remember this memory, it's vivid and colorful, and maybe this isn't going to be a big deal, but I'll let you know why this was life-altering, um, I was standing on, like, the playground, and there was a little kid below me, he had blonde curly hair, I remember it vividly, and I had a rainbow snow cone, and I was there with my grandpa, he was next to me, and I remember my whole snow cone dropping on this little kid's head, like, seeping into his, like, curly blonde hair, he was probably, like, two from what I remember, maybe he was my age, I don't know, and his mom just, like, obviously being, like, annoyed, like, if someone dropped a snow cone on my child who's not even alive yet, I already know I'd, like, freak out, and so I just remember her being, being like oh it's fine it's fine and my grandpa just like swiping this like melting snow cone off this poor child's head and it was like in that moment I think I realized like I'm becoming a people pleaser now like because of this moment (laughs) I need to make up for it by being nice to everybody I never want to see someone cry like this again the horror in this like young boy's mother I never want to make someone look that way again. So after that, it was like, okay, I'm officially a people pleaser. I can never do harm to anybody again. And it was so embarrassing and it's become a core memory now. And I really just envisioned someone doing that to my kid. I don't know, maybe I'd brush it off, but I'd just be like, why did you just, like, what are you doing? And I just remember my grandpa just, like, swiping it off this kid's head, like, oh, you're fine, you're fine, as I'm just, like, mortified at what I've done. So that was my first core embarrassing memory. It was extremely life-altering. My second one, let's see, I literally wrote this down on, like, a crinkled piece of paper because they were just, like, flooding into my memory when I started thinking of this. Um, Okay, my next one. So we'll kind of go with, like, age here. So my next one was, (laughs) I was in seventh grade, and I was on the JV volleyball team, and I used to be, I mean, I'm still really shy, but I was definitely more shy then, like, didn't really push myself out of my shyness as much, and I remember one of the varsity, so one of the eighth graders, and she was, like, the popular pretty girl, she invited me to her birthday party, and... I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to a cool girl's birthday party, like, 
I take everything in life seriously and I take everything as an honor so I was really excited to go to her birthday party um keep in mind I'm like I grew up in the church like I was definitely more I sheltered myself like I was I've always just been a very innocent person and I think everything is like butterflies and sunshine sometimes so I'm like okay I'm going to her birthday party tonight so um I had my stepdad at the time take me to the store and I bought her a birthday balloon and a card and I literally spent like 30 minutes debating like how much birthday money do I give her like I was really excited um and I gave her $20 of my own money (laughs) and my stepdad drops me off at this party I knock on the door and it was like a nighttime party so there was like a bonfire and It was like a nighttime party, but I wasn't thinking I'm going to like a rager. I'm like, I'm going to a birthday party where you eat cake and you sit in a circle and open gifts. So she opens the door. I'm standing there with my birthday balloon flying in the wind and a like nicely written birthday card. And we walk in and all the lights are off. There's like black lights, strobe lights, and kids are grinding on each other, twerking, making out on the couch all while her mom is, like, handing around hors d'oeuvres, and I'm just, like, (laughs) I wasn't ready for this vibe, like, I really thought I was walking into, like, a typical, you know, themed birthday party, and I had never been in this environment before, and all I was thinking of was, like, my stepdad's gonna be so mad, like, he definitely didn't think he was dropping me off to a party like this, and... I hand this girl, like, my card and birthday balloon, like, thinking there'd be, like, a pile of gifts, and we'd sit around and open them, and I was just, like, sitting there just mortified, and then we go out, I find my friend who was there, because I don't, I can't remember if I went with any friends, like, I had friends on the volleyball team, I I just can't remember if they were there, Um, but then I had one friend who was kind of more of, like, a bad girl, like, she was making out with this guy, and I'm just like, what is going on, and so I'm pretty sure I left very shortly after. I was very uncomfortable, Um, and it was in that moment where I realized, like, Allie, you need to step your game up. You need to grow up. Like, you are a child. Like, get it together, (laughs) and so ever since then, I realized, like, things aren't always as innocent as I think they are, and I'm really excited for me to take my future kids to their first like real eighth grade party and show them the ropes and be like get out there you're gonna have a great time so that was my second life-altering embarrassing moment um I doubt that girl remembers it but I do (laughs) my third one also life-altering this was when I went to college so I I feel like some people would consider that I had I've had a teacher say I had a wild phase in high school, but I literally wasn't doing anything bad. I would just, I was just skipping school and like not caring about literally anything. Um, And it's not like I had a curfew or anything. Like I consider myself sheltered, but at the same time I wasn't. I really don't know how to explain it. Again, it's just like my innocence mindset. So I moved to Tampa to go to college from my small town where I really hadn't, other than my eighth grade rager, I really, I didn't go to any parties, like, nothing like that, um, and so I go to college, and, you know, I'm coming out of, like, my cutesy Christian girl phase, and so we, 
I'm trying to like all the memories are coming back now so of course you go to like your first time at the club when you're in college and um I did a year of community college and then technically transferred to USF so I'm like oh I'm not a freshman like you know how it is when you do like dual enrollment or something and you're like I'm actually a um a junior a first year junior um and so but of course I still have the complete mindset of a freshman like moving out of my hometown things like that um so of course you're wearing all the USF apparel you're, you have the USF lanyard to hold your student ID like that's just how it is that's how you know someone's a freshman and that's okay you have to have that phase be excited wear your college gear like be completely like basic with that have fun because you'll experience one of these moments where someone snaps you out of it and they're like this is college and you you can't act like that (laughs) so we go to this club called the study I feel like every college has like their own like club that's like dedicated to those students so me and my friends go there and I have like my lanyard my USF lanyard with my student ID like probably swinging it around I don't know um and some like drunk frat frat guy this was like my first experience with like frats like literally anything like college drinking like the whole scene this was the first time I've experienced it and so I'm ready to go and this like guy drunkenly walks up to me like just that annoying drunk frat guy look um nothing against frat guys it's just like he was the typical stereotype with like his short shorts and like his button-up shirt like half buttoned down and he just looked like he's had a rough night and literally like I I feel like I just walked in the door and I'm just like standing there just like taking in all everything that's happening I was very overwhelmed (laughs) um and he's like um are you a freshman like in my face I didn't ask him to speak to me I wasn't nothing I was doing was to catch his attention and he's like are you a freshman and I'm like um no I'm a sophomore and he's like then why do you have a fucking USF lanyard and I was like in that moment I I looked at my lanyard and I was like I immediately have to go home and take this off like that night I went home I took the lanyard off I you know figured out a new way to hold my student ID I was like I can never again wear anything to make me look like a freshman like I realized like you can't go into the club in your cutesy, like, college gear ready to go because a frat boy will confront you and put you in your place. And I was for sure put in my place, and that night I did what I needed to do, and I discarded of the lanyard. <laughs> and um, it was just, like, another life-altering moment where I realized I needed to step it up and, you know, be prepared when I go into these environments. Um, so that was great. That actually brings up another, it's not embarrassing, it was actually annoying, but just another moment that gave off that same energy. Um, It was my 21st birthday, and so it was my first time being able to get into, I can't remember what the club was called. Um, I can't remember, but it was a club that you obviously had to be 21 to get into, so I was like, yeah, let's go tonight. And literally the same typical like frat guy who he was even more trash than the guy who told me to get rid of my lanyard um and he just comes up to me I literally had no affiliation with this man like did not give off any vibes I wanted to speak to him he comes up to me like literally stumbling drunk and he's just like 
um he's like you're not 21 and I was like yes I am today's literally my birthday and he's like no one gives a fuck like emphasis on the fuck that it's your birthday and I was like okay (laughs) like it was just like an annoying man just trying to ruin my fun time and I was just awestruck that he felt the need to tell me that when I indeed was excited it was my birthday so that was just another not embarrassing just like what the fuck moment that I was just reminded of um and then I went on dancing the night away I had a great time um so my I wrote this down okay yes so my last one this isn't embarrassing either but it was kind of like a monumental moment in me just like doing something that (laughs) normally like is out of my character I would I'd be mortified um but it was my senior year of college so that was when um it was still in like the midst of COVID where most people were still online but some chose to go back to campus um but I chose to stay online and I moved in with John because I was graduating at the end of the semester anyway so I was all online in this class even though I was online it was a zoom call connected to the in-person class and we were projected on the screen and so all the students in person could see the zoom kids on the screen and this poor professor this poor professor, there was a language barrier, which wasn't an issue to me, but, like, everyone was annoyed with him. We had, like, a class group me, and everyone's just, like, just being so mean to this professor, like, wow, he doesn't have it together, he's so annoying, like, why aren't the pages correct? Like, literally, I'm like, why don't you guys just be happy that we're not learning anything right now while he deals with these issues? Like, we can just sit back and relax, but they were all very annoyed, and, we then had to introduce ourselves, so of course, like, I can't remember if my camera was on, but we, of course, had to unmute ourselves and introduce ourselves, and I forgot to mute myself, and John says, like, why is everyone bitching in that class, Um, and I was like, I don't know, they're all, like, what did I say? I can't remember. Just something of, like, they're all complaining, and it's really annoying, and I don't understand why, and then I hear like the whole class start laughing on zoom and it's because I was still unmuted and like little Allie's face is projected on the screen to all these students calling out these students who were just like bitching and it was kind of a power move for me like I really was like wow like I just you know called them out like look at me um but it was embarrassing because I was just like oh my gosh like everyone was laughing because they heard, but I was really like, what is the issue? Like, why are these people complaining? Um, as I'm like leaning back in my chair with my feet up on the desk, like probably eating popcorn, just like had no idea that my mic was still on. So that was life altering as well because mortifying and also empowering, highly recommend. Um, but those were my main core memories of embarrassing moments that put me in my place. I'm sure I have a lot more, um, I just can't think of them right now. I really tried to brainstorm without uncovering too many embarrassing memories. So I just wanted to share these because everyone has them, embrace them. We're all awkward in our own way and shit just happens sometimes. So I'm really proud of these moments. I feel like they were defining, they were character building. I wouldn't change a thing. So <laughs> I would love to hear your embarrassing stories, send them to my DMs. I can share them in my stories. Um, 
but this week's episode is going to be really short. I just wanted a fun, casual episode, um, and I will see you next week. I'll need to find a super cool speaker for next week. I've kind of been slacking on that, but I'll keep you updated. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take a moment to rate and review this podcast if you enjoyed it, and definitely send me any of your topic ideas um, in the review or just on a DM. Shoot me a DM. So see you next week.